You're listening to the Inner Voyage Podcast with me, Mike, an American tennis professional and Medusadon, a spiritual author and doctor from India. From completely different backgrounds, we've come together to talk about a wide range of topics. Medusadon's spiritual wisdom combined with my experience from the tennis door give the listener two completely different perspectives. The Inner Voyage begins now. Welcome to our next episode of the Inner Voyage Podcast. And today we're going to talk about equanimity. Uh, equanimity is an essential part of our life because uh, it is about, about the inner peace. And mainly this inner peace is tested during difficult times. Uh, you know, when we're losing all about ourselves and still we keep ourselves intact. I mean, that's true equanimity that uh, uh, meditation teaches us. So before we begin, uh, the Bhagavad Gita has a beautiful reference of what equanimity is all about. So in chapter 2, verse 48, it is said that uh, perform your duties equiposed, O Arjuna, abandoning all attachment to success or failure. Such equanimity is called yoga. So yoga basically means union and the equanimity is being equated to that eternal union of mankind with human and life because that balance is essential for life to move on and uh, you know be there without uh, letting the external circumstances disturb the inner peace so with that said i would like to uh, know your views on equanimity mike and uh, obviously equanimity plays a huge role in tennis so we would like to uh, l- you know listen to you about that as well Great to be here with you again, Medusadan. And I think with equanimity, I view it as just a coolness, uh, a solid demeanor. You're not too high, you're not too low. And handling the external environmental experiences in a way where you're not ruffled, you're, you're not frazzled, your temper doesn't uh, flare, and you kind of are just like a still lake. You see things that aren't to your pleasing, People treat you wrong. Things don't go your way. But you can see the emotion. You, f- you feel the emotion, but you don't get pulled into it. You don't try to push it away also, but you recognize it that you know it's an unpleasant feeling, but you don't react. And you've talked about this before, but using the gap, that three to five seconds where you can breathe, you just get into your body and you relax. This is very important in tennis. Obviously, there's things that go wrong. You lose a lot of points when you're playing out there. You hit bad shots. You get bad line calls. Things go wrong. But you have to stay the course, be level-headed. You can handle situations a lot better, and you can be way more clear when you don't get pulled into your emotions. So you need that coolness in life on the tennis court, and that's what gives you the ability to make great decisions and to just be steady um, and stay the course in life. So I would say that equanimity is a skill that you have to practice, and it has to do more with the mind and controlling your thoughts and your behavior that way. But Medusadon, would you say that equanimity has different forms? So when we generally talk about equanimity, people mainly focus it as being more of a mental game and more of that... uh, stability and uh, balance in the mind 
but equanimity has multiple forms. Definitely the mind plays a huge role in here and the equanimity of the mind is the first form of uh, that mental balance and inner peace that we must have. But the other forms of equanimity are the equanimity of the body. That is that uh, we take everything in balance you know this is the vehicle for the soul to experience creation so true equanimity even lies in uh, the welfare of the body that the body should not uh, be endured to anything in extreme you know because anything taken in extreme be it even medicine or poison are both harmful for the body so uh, everything must be in that balance and uh, equanimity uh, for this body to function in its optimal capacity so that is another form of equanimity and finally the third form of uh, equanimity is the sole form of equanimity which basically talks about uh, the unselfishness of a being uh, where because in terms of complete balance we feel that each soul is a part of us and everyone is equal and uh, when we look uh, inside uh, the eyes of a person we see their soul and uh, that gives us a sense of balance and uh, you know that oneness so that is also a great deal uh, to understand because when we talk about animals when you talk about plants they are all equal and uh, that equanimity must extend to the expression of the soul because uh, maybe we might be different in the so-called material status or, uh, you know, some other form of uh, discriminatory uh, hierarchy. But at the end of the day, the soul is one, you know, there is no gender, there is no biases. And uh, that equanimity is uh, of prime importance, which must be practiced. So, you know, it's a whole... Uh, encompassing feel of the mind body and soul if we look at it in that light so when we talk about the various forms of equanimity let's not forget that even our lives is dim, uh, divided into multiple forms so the body is something that mainly is required in say sports or career uh, that we require the mind is more about the mental game which has um, you know different distinction in uh, various aspects of life and so in general parlance we have the expression of the soul so it is not uh, binary for sure but uh, there are certain dominant areas uh, that are ruled by certain uh, aspects such as the mind body or soul so how can we uh, you know have this equanimity in various forms of life if we look at it in that light so uh, that would be my question for you and uh, what would be your insights on that that's a great question Medusadan, and i agree with you that equanimity needs to be present in all three of those facets of your life your your mind your body and your soul um, when it comes to my mind uh, i think i've worked hard on a meditation and mindfulness practice where i can recognize thoughts well, that are unpleasant I can see my mind wandering and I can see um, the agitation going on there and I can detach myself. And so I can see these thoughts uh, passing by and I realize that they're not me and I don't get pulled down into them. And, and so they can pass like clouds. And when it comes to the body, I've learned to not fight my body. Uh, a lot of times I've played with pain on the tennis court and whenever 
I'm fighting that injury and, and whenever I'm, I'm focused and I'm, I'm resisting that pain, it usually makes it worse and it makes it more intense and it's a lot harder to play. And um, sometimes you're, you're sick, sometimes you wake up with a stiff neck, but the, the best way to handle it, that is to realize that it will pass and to be calm and cool. And I think your body has um, an innate ability to heal itself when you are in that, that state of equanimity. And when it comes to the soul, I, I think we can have that perspective that we are greater than our circumstances and we are greater than the things going on in our life. Um, we are, you know, have that human potential and that we all are very, very special with, you know, whatever you want to call it, God or um, energy or whatever, but we all have that in us. So if we can have that equanimity in our soul when things aren't um, going our way and when life is is not treating us right, if we can realize that we are an awareness that can that can see beyond that, um, then I, I think that'll bring that that calm coolness into your life. So that's a great question, Medusa, and I, and I really appreciate those um, bringing that up because I, I, I now know that you need that in all three. I thought it was just the mind. But my question for you is, is what's a good practice for someone that's looking to have more equanimity all across the board in all of those three facets of, of their life? Is it a meditation practice? Is it using that, that gap uh, method that you've talked about before? Um, what would you say is the best way for the, the listener to um, improve their lives with equanimity? Yes, Mike, I'm glad you got this question up because uh, I feel equanimity is more about the state of being rather than the state of doing. Because I think the doing aspect of things uh, really, uh, you know, creates that disbalance uh, and uh, the equanimity problem because equanimity is all about balance and your body, your mind and your soul is balanced. The problem only arises when we try to do something over it. So basically, uh, the key to this would be like when it comes to the body, obviously, when we try to do, you know, these diets or, you know, we follow certain regulations, we starve our body or sometimes we would go for, uh, you know, a meat diet, which is like excessively, we want to uh, fill ourselves, you know. So these kind of extremities uh, really creates that disbalance. And whereas equanimity says that eat when you're hungry and, you know, it's okay. It's You don't have to follow a routine that you have to eat like three times a day or four times a day. You know, if you're not hungry that day, you know, maybe once is also fine. So uh, that is the beauty of equanimity. When it comes to the mind, I mean, there are so many, uh, you know, fields of knowledge available all over and, you know, with the doing aspect you would just try to gain more and more knowledge or you know keep yourself away from all the all of that knowledge so that will again create that disbalance whereas the being aspect says that you know whatever comes comes and you know it's there and uh, similarly when we talk about uh, the soul aspect of equanimity it is uh, more about the present moment because uh, you know the soul is eternal and it's only bound uh, within the body so the soul never worries about the future or the past. It lives in that moment because it knows it's just like a lamp and will end when the oil, uh, you know, is over. So uh, here you are not doing 
you know the things that uh, push you into that uh, rat race culture of accumulating more wealth or you know complete uh, you know giving up of all your wealth you are living a life of simplicity where you just accept what is you know uh, required for you and happiness and bliss is what the soul requires because that's how it knows that the body is secured and the mind is happy and uh, so you know if i think uh, the being aspect should be uh, given more importance rather than even you know trying to consciously do these things because uh, that again might create disbalance because each one's preferences and customs are different so they must just listen to what the body is saying or what the mind is saying and you know what the soul is saying and be in that uh, being mode rather than doing something well said, Medusadon. I think in today's society, we've become human doings instead of human beings. And we're always trying to chase the, the next activity and we can be caught up in this rat race and that takes away from our mental calmness. Um, and we should be striving for this evenness of temper, you know, especially in difficult situations. Um, we want to have this mind at peace. Um, when things get really stressful and unpleasant, um, if you can really have an open acceptance of the way life is and when you start the day out you could be in different moods you could be suffering you could feel good whatever it is um don't be dissatisfied with life um and and don't be longing for life to be really different than what it is um life i think the whole picture is is joy and suffering um so you know this is not a resignation or indifference to you know having an aversion to certain things and 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 being unable to act but um, when things get tough, I think we should have patience to see that they will change. And if you use this kind of view of life as, you know, weather, have this weather practice that everything's ever changing, um, you know, just like the weather, they blow in, they blow out. And so you recognize that physical symptoms, stressful thoughts and emotions are changeable as the weather. So with that said, thanks for another great discussion, Medusa Nana. I look forward to the next episode.